Okay, are we live? We're live, yes. Okay, well, I would, um, hold on, let me get my, I would like to announce that I've been accepted to the military, but I've decided not to join because um, those people are evil, and I would much rather stay at home, live at home with my parents, and be a professional chocolate ice cream tester. <laughs> If you had gone to me 20 years ago and said, Aaron, you're going to be doing this thing where you're answering people's questions in the morning when you're groggy and tired, and you're going to be paid a handsome wage for it. But the questions are going to be, and you're going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to really control yourself not to get too angry. I got, I got a little angry on that one. I got a little bit angry on that one. Because I don't know where these kids get this idea that, that, well, I don't like people. Well, in the military, you know that they kill people and it's murder. It's like, it's like, all right, so you don't like working with people. You don't want to join the military. Uh, but by the way, they'll go murder anyone anyway because they'll find people to do it. And your tax-paying dollars will go to pay other people. So it's even worse. You're like paying mercenaries to do it for you unwillingly. So why don't you shut the fuck up and take the goddamn money? But, but Clary, isn't work supposed to be fun, you know, no matter what you do? Only if you're a white woman in North America with great cans. Then it's, <laughs> then it's fun for a while, and then you'll still, you'll still get tired of it. You'll still get, you'll get bored of it. Well, you can't get fired until you hit the wall. <laughs> oh, and even then they won't get fired. I, I think they're so ensconced and entrenched in HR and CSR. But I just, the, we even got an article, if you want to go through it, <clears throat> where... It is not getting through to these kids. The Gen Z, everyone thought Gen Z was going to save the world. No, they're not. They're not. They're just as dumb as the millennials. And um, yeah, there, there's this dream. There's this expectation that your, uh, your, uh, your job, there's a beautiful job out there for you somewhere. And it's going to uh, be, make you happy and it's going to be rewarding and fulfilling. And by God, if I couldn't just beat it into people's skulls, it is a job. There's no such thing as a career or a profession. I mean, there is. I mean, like you have a career. I have a career. We have professions. But at the end of the day, Chad, do you like doing fucking taxes? I mean, if you held a gun to my head, I would say I get really sick of it. So, yeah. Well, no, I, that's you get sick of it. I had a, a friend of mine. His wife was a plastic surgeon and all the younger gals thought it was great and exciting. And she's like, you know, you think that. And the money's great, but you know what? Everything becomes a job. And she's like, you don't see like the cleaning and the prep. You don't see like the pus coming out of the face. Or, oh, there's a cyst in there and we got to remove that. It, they, I don't know where they get the idea, aside from their teachers and their parents, but you'd think even logic and common sense is like, look, we can't all be fucking teachers. We can't all be social workers. Someone has to get the goddamn oil out of the goddamn ground. Somebody has to go and defend the nation. Uh, somebody has to do the taxes. Somebody has to look at dirty teeth. And all these gals, they all want the sex in the city uh, uh, friends. Well, I mean, you, do you even know <laughs> what these people did in friends? What were their jobs in friends? Did they even tell you what their job was? I know that one of the, I think Jennifer Aniston, because she was rich, she like was a waitress every now and then, but she didn't have to work. Um, okay. I never really watched that show, but basically three of them had real jobs and three of them didn't. And that was the subject of one of the episodes I saw. <laughs> yep. Magically, they all had time to party and have fun. 
And they have that massive apartment right in the massive middle apartment. of right. Greenwich Village. <laughs> huh. Oh, at least the Huxtables, you know, the Bill Cosby show. Yeah. They were in that, they're in that town home and you could see, okay, you know, they got the kitchen in the back and they got the man, but then it builds up. And he's uh, a gynecologist and she was a lawyer. So that makes sense. Yeah, that made sense. Yeah. But what I'm saying is their house was a very nice house for whatever part of New York they were living in, but it wasn't this palatial estate. Like upstairs were the rooms and then downstairs was the living room and the kitchen. And man, there was a little backyard and then he had a basement, right? He kept all of his records in the basement. Yeah, he actually worked. He, he worked from there sometimes too. Was so, his office in the basement? I just remember there was an episode where he had a desk and it was in his basement and he was seeing like a patient. I think maybe he sees patients there, but he works at a hospital too or something yeah. like that. Well, he's in jail now. So he's in jail now. <laughs> I was like, sing a jello pudding pop. Funny thing, uh, so I am a connoisseur of cigar lounges, and yep. uh, guess who I've seen like three times now at one of my favorite cigar lounges in Vegas? Uh, Vegas? Um, it's not a uh, certain someone who used to work at a cigar lounge in, in Rapid City. No, it? no, uh, unfortunately not. That would be that would make me very happy. No, um, <clears throat> Juice, OJ Simpson frequents one of the really? cigar lounges. Yeah, yeah, and he's not as tall as you think. Uh, because wow. I thought football player, yeah, and I'm walking, I'm like, boy, guy like I'm like, holy shit, that was OJ. I um, didn't know he was out of jail, honestly. Like I thought he was still there for I I don't really pay attention. I um but yeah, so he's he's out and he he samples the cigars. And then in Vegas, you'll see sometimes occasionally the um oh Rick's pawn star, Rick's rest not Rick's rest. Well, you see Rick's restorations too. You'll see these, you know, like uh Counts Customs, uh Pawn Stars. You ever see those shows? Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, you you will actually occasionally see those guys in Vegas. Cool. I've seen a couple of them, yeah, so it's kind of neat. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Juice was over at the cigar lounge. I somewhat frequent. I would have gotten a picture with him. I would have been like, OJ, can can you take a picture? And you know, you, you can't do it, dude. You know how annoying that is I, I know, as a celebrity. Like if Although, you see a celebrity, you leave them alone. Well, I think he would actually appreciate it since he's pretty, his name is like mud at this point. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I know, uh, it's awesome as hell. Like the five or six times I've been recognized in public. Yeah. Do you hear it clear? I'm like, yeah. I told you about, I told you about the one time I got recognized. It was because of you. So, yeah. First low grade, you know, M list celebrities, uh, when someone recognizes us, I'm like, hey, that's great, man. Yeah. But I mean, if you're, can you imagine what a pain in the ass it is to be Brad Pitt? Oh, I know. Yeah. Street? Yeah. I mean, you can't, you don't get no privacy. You don't get nothing. To, Beautiful women wanting to hook yeah. up with him. That must suck. Yeah, it must really suck to be Brad Pitt within all those millions of dollars. <laughs> Divorce to Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Oh, God. You watch um, that latest uh, Quentin Tarantino film? No, I haven't seen it yet. I heard uh, Molino reviewed it and it just sounds atrocious. I heard it got bad reviews, yeah. Well, I I was never a big fan of Quentin Tarantino much anyway. Um, but I don't I, know. I haven't really since the 90s, you know. I haven't watched much of his stuff. Yeah, there's there's not much worth watching on that going down to a movie theater anymore. And um what was the last one? I watched the one with Kurt Russell like Death Machine or something. Hmm. Where he uh he he gets women. He's he's what is it? Stuntman Mike, 
and he's got a stunt car and he basically it's a it's a racing car stunt car but he also uses it as his regular grocery getter you know his everyday car so yeah. when he picks up these girls he he's he puts them in the passenger seat but it has a cage like he's like well don't worry i can't you know I, you got to stay on that side so don't worry i won't be able to well then he lines it up he'll crash the car make sure they're not wearing a seatbelt, and just fuck them up wow yeah it's real i mean fucking tarantino and i guess this one also has like a inordinate amount of grotesque murdering and killing and death and unnecessary dismemberment and i'm like yeah you know what I, I don't I don't need that, Quentin. I, I really don't need to see death and dismemberment, you know. I, you ever heard of or did you see the one called the Hateful Eight that he did? No. Is that got Samuel Jackson in it too, or is that uh, uh is he in that? Yes. And it was so oh. grotesque. Like I was watching it with I was visiting my parents, and we were watching it. It was so grotesque that my mom had to basically leave the room. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I, I walked out of pulp fiction. You like, did? What the fuck? Yeah, because I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then People are like, oh, you don't get it. And it's like a conversation. And they switched around at the end, man. And it's like, oh, wow, that's that's witty. That's clever. Holy shit. Time travel in, in movies. And then um, it was, I, I just, I don't know. Not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. Well, that was the first Tarantino film I ever saw, I think, was Pulp Fiction. I think that's the first tarantino movie most people saw because it yeah. uh, didn't win an academy award or something it won a shit ton of awards like everybody loved it um yeah. i saw it in the theater i didn't i thought it was good at the time but i mean i was in high school so i'm like yeah blood and guts <laughs> well it wasn't even that much blood and gut wait he did reservoir dogs before that though, oh right? that's that's right I, that I, was an okay one that was all right i so i did see that one before i saw pulp fiction so that's yeah. the first one i saw yeah but i don't know i I, maybe he's just getting more grotesque as thing goes on. Inglorious Bastards, it was all right. Um, Did you see Django Unchained? No, I, I just, I, I rarely see movies, and I won't lie, I hate Samuel Jackson. I just hate same. him. Same, I'm tired of those it's stupid the same. commercials. What? It's always saying he's a pissed off Bill Cosby. Yeah, you know, I mean, just uh, okay, I got it, I got it. Uh, although he did get jacked for Shaft. Did you see how jacked he got? I d yeah, I did see Shaft. That was, what, 15 years ago or something? No, they did I... a new one. Oh, they do a new one? Yeah, three months ago. Oh, I, I have not seen that. Yeah, he got. I kind of felt bad for him because he, he totally got ripped. I mean, you know, he was always kind of a skinny guy uh, to begin with. And then this one, he just added like 15 pounds of muscle. I'm like, if an, if an actor goes through that, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, you got to. I, I just, I don't know. Shaft the remake. Oh, did they play the theme song? I don't know. I, <laughs> I really can't. It You got to put a gun to my head to get me to see a movie now. Um, At least in the theater, I agree. I will yeah. not go to the theater. If, you, if, you're, if people get annoying to you easily, then a movie theater is not the place to be. <laughs> oh, God. It was. Oh, and, and with the new Aaron, the calm Aaron, I'm like not putting myself in situations like... <laughs> Yesterday? No, two days ago was Saturday. And I gotta I gotta meet people. I gotta go out and meet people. And so there was a meetup group golfing at Como Park, which is pretty much dead central to the Twin Cities. It's in between St. Paul and Minneapolis. I gotta come all the way in from the Woodbury and Afton area. And it didn't add up. It didn't make sense. And you're like, oh no, you gotta go. You gotta hang out with people. But there was some my spidey senses were tingling in the back. And I just stopped. I'm like, okay, why am I resisting myself to go to this thing? And then it became real apparent. First, I got to drive through traffic. 
and get past downtown St. Paul. So that's already going to be agitating. Second thing, it was 28 people decide to all go golfing at the same time on a municipal course. That is going to delay the freaking game forever. Uh, And then we're all going to hang out at the pub afterwards. I was like, you know what? This is just going to be me wanting to go 50 miles an hour and the world is going to go 25 miles an hour. And I decided to like, nope, staying in, did some work, caught up with everything. And um, that was Saturday. That was Saturday. And a movie is the same proposition. Like you're dealing with a lot of people. It'd be fine if the quality of people were circa say 1970s, 1980s, even nineties. But now you, you got people can't drive on the road. That agitates me. And I, I'm not saying this is old shtick or old hat. People are getting worse driving on the road. You got to be careful. I won't even take my motorcycle in this city no more because you got all these damn immigrants and terribly sorry. That's what you guys are. You didn't learn to drive. You're just zipping through stoplights. You're not paying attention. Um, it just just gets your blood. And then you go to the movie and then kids kick in the back of your seat. Parents are it's it's people got their lights. It's like, no, no, not worth the blood pressure. Not worth the blood pressure. Well, that's why I stopped going to the grocery store on weekends. I just won't crowds. Oh, kids. Yeah. It's, it's that's one of the things that I just get so angry <laughs> when I'm there. The GF want to go to Trader Joe's, and we, and we did. She's like, "Do you want to come in with me?" I'm like, "Fuck no!" Trader Joe's on a Sunday, <laughs> a Sunday evening. Are you fucking? Oh no, I always sit in the car. I always <laughs> sit in the car. Because I'm not going to Trader Joe's has a whole level. I mean, not only do you have traffic. Now, I'll grant you this. I'll, I've, I've been a little harsh on Trader Joe's. That's a pretty damn well run company. Yeah. They know their market. They're profitable. So I like it from a capitalist standpoint. And their staff gets you in and out. Like if there's a line, they'll get another person in. So <clears throat> this is not a criticism of Trader Joe's. But man, the people at Trader Joe's, it's. If I have to see another 52-year-old soy boy or soy man with his wife leading him around um, and shaved hair and armpit hair and uh, and, and then there's just lines and people. And uh, no, so I just sit in the car, harass you and Atham. Huh. And uh, yeah, there's there's no reason to go. But you are right. There's no reason to go to the grocery store on a week weekend. Absolutely well, ma- not. Imagine going to Trader Joe's, which I did what a month or so ago, and it being in Portland, Oregon. If you oh. want to see a crowd, you want to see a crowd where you just want to get out of there as fast as possible, dude. Soy, yeah, he would have hated this. Like it was, oh, well, some of the Trader Joe's, like if you get into the more uh, gentrified areas or near a college campus or not Portland, it's hot young chicks that go there. Like the one in Vegas, uh, there's good looking chicks that go to the Trader Joe's and there's healthy men. So that's different. But yeah, I cannot imagine Portland, the Portland Trader Joe's. That is the description of hell. That is, that is the literal description of hell. It really was. And I was with my brother-in-law and I'm just like, you, you do what you got to do. I'm going <laughs> to hang out at the, whatever. I, there was a bookstore or something next to it, but had the same uh, type of people there, but at least they're not all like congregated and yeah, the whole store. Oh man, the last place I don't. Th- I think I'll die never visiting Portland. I think I'll just. Uh... I got it. I told you my parents got a condo there recently, oh, so yeah. every Christmas is probably going to be there. <laughs> I know. I um, yeah yeah. Your part. Did they did they keep the place uh, at the other place? 
Yeah, they're actually going to spend most of the year in uh, Santa Fe, but then they'll be up in Portland every now and then for the grandkid and, of course, holidays. Well, if they if they want to leave the keys for me and the GF to swing by in Santa Fe, I... I'll bet you they would. <clears throat> yeah. And then we'd actually we'd actually spend a night there instead of zipping through. Hey, for thirty minutes, hi. Hey, cheese sandwiches. All right, off we go. And how many how much coffee types do you want now? <laughs> we have a bunch of super chats. Um, yeah, no, I just want to catch up with you, see how sure. things were going, because this you're, yeah. you're, it's the return of super chats. Uh, we took a two week hiatus until somebody figured out Streamyards was the perfect replacement for Google Hangouts. This really is. This is better. I this mean, is better. Yeah. yeah. And I'm red five standing by standing by <laughs> standing by because you know, what's going to happen. I, every low IQ moronic dipshits going uh, uh, standing by like I got your, your, uh, you know, oh, yeah. typos in my books or my articles or whatever. And, and just, you know, a true sign that you're dumb is when you're criticizing someone for a typo. And ignoring the entire argument or the thing being painted, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, here's a masterpiece piece of art, but you're criticizing because the frame is the wrong color. It's, it's stuff like that. So I'm sure there's going to be some uh, standing by. Uh, he's a fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know you got people who did that. Oh God. Oh God. That, well, that's why on all my best of books where I compile my blog posts, because there's typos in there. When I do blog posts, I'm not going through it more than 15 minutes looking for some major typo. I'm just not. Uh, life is too short. It's a, it's a con. I issue ideas. I issue thought. That's what I like to produce. That's the content. And you could tell you don't belong if you're going to criticize, you know, you're, you're, they're, there. It's like, yeah, you know what? Why don't you go read, uh, you know, XO Jane or tune into CNN or go get your, your master's and your liberal arts degrees. It's just these low IQ morons, but, uh, in my best of books, I'll put a, there's the same disclaimer. I always use this. These posts have been kept in their original form to maintain the original creativity and all typos and da, 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 uh, you know, more importance on ideas and thoughts. And if you are going to criticize thought, you know, typos and misspellings, you're a fucking moron and eat a bag of dicks kind of thing. And so, uh, I, I typed it in, I hit publish. And I'm like, Oh dang it. I'm standing by. I'm red five standing by. So I know we could probably even go into the comments section later on today because people won't listen to the whole thing. There will be because standing by what? Anytime I get a random number, I don't recognize. I send it straight to voicemail and my voicemail is full. So nobody can leave a message. <laughs> You're one of those assholes. Yeah, because I've, it's very clear if you need to get a hold of me, you know, you email me yeah. or, or text. Yeah. So that's what happens. Uh, yeah, let's go through that. Now, here's another great thing about StreamYards over uh, uh, Hangouts is we can scroll all the way back into the text archives, so we're never going to miss a super chat. That's great. Is that awesome? Yeah, that's you're right. Yeah, this is this yeah. is good. This is uh, well. Would you like to have your role of reading? Even though I have them conveniently right here for myself, I don't have to go to another screen because StreamYard. Man, my my job has become obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know. You could go to Boys Town and probably get another job with your jaw, I'm sure. <laughs> I was there passing through over the weekend. That's all, uh, I'm, all I have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So Dean Nip for $1.99 says, smash that like button. Thank yeah, you. How, thank, thank you. How many? Uh, see, we can't see. You can go to the YouTube 
video. Yeah, that's what I. How many people do we have watching? Because I'm just using StreamYard. I don't even have to open up the, the YouTube video. 47. 47. So. Smash the like button, guys. Yeah, and it, it's getting higher. It started out a little low, but more cool. people are coming. You know who gets pissed off when we talk about smash the like button and like, hey, can I hear you? Can you hear me? How's my audio? Is that it? Is that going? Through? You know who hates it? Uh, I, I'm going to guess, does DT hate it? or No, the great one loathes it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So maybe we should talk. Can you hear me, Chad? Yeah, am I coming through? I don't know. Can you wait? Hang on. Let me switch over here. <laughs> oh, uh, can you hear me? Uh, I'm not sure. Could I you... can't see you? Wait. Oh, there. You, oh, wait. No, you went away. <laughs> I think you're on mute, dude. No. I wonder um, between him and Bacon, who has the most yelling at the world podcast? Yeah. <laughs> the you know what pisses him off? I, I guess those two would. I mean, my money's on you, but I thank you. Thank you. Only heard a few of his. <laughs> We're going to be new Aaron, new happy Aaron. All right, what else we got? We got Hound Dog for $5, and he says, Speaking of Gen Zers, any ideas for a high school senior quote? Trying to come up with something interesting or original, you know, not that it really matters. So he wants to come up with something to put in the yearbook. That, that oh, the yearbook. Oh, I yeah. Was he valedictorian and giving a speech? Um, well, I'm guessing yearbook. He didn't say it, but he wants a senior quote. A so. senior quote. How about taxation is theft? Mm. <laughs> That's inspiring. How about something to do with worthless degrees? Because it would be high school. You know what? How Depending on how many words he's got, he could say, I hope none of you major in worthless subjects come talk to me at our 20-year reunion. I think something that would predict, like at a 20-year reunion, he should say something that's clairvoyant now. Something that's factual, but most high school kids are too stupid to know that. So he makes a prediction now. So he says, in our 20-year reunion, I wonder how many of you, suddenly I, by our 20-year reunion, I wonder how many of you will be divorced with kids you can't afford and a worthless liberal arts degree. Something like that, so that you can go in on the 20-year reunion with the yearbook, and then you could ask people around and say, like, hey, did I predict that? Look at that right there. Something, something that had pay a dividend later on. I suspect that they're heavily controlled, you know, as far as what you can actually say, but that oh, would be a, yeah. that'd be a good one. How about Hong Kong? Hong Kong. <laughs> that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. This is, or this is a clown world, something like that. Some like, or, or you could say government debt to GDP is 105% today. I wonder what it will be by our 20 year reunion. I <laughs> think that might get past the. Maybe it's not that. Uh, yeah, I would try that one. Or ghost them or go home. I think that would be another one. That's a pretty good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. uh... All right. What else? We got nonstop Dre 360 for $1.99. Just says, morning, gents. Take my money. Well, we We will do that. We will. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and John Steele's in the house. He is. Yeah. These motherfucking snakes on this. Snakes on plane. Did you see that one? I did see that one. That was... (laughs) You can see it one time, but you can never watch it again after you see it the one time. Is there even a plot? No. Uh, the The title of the film is literally everything that happens. It's just snakes on planes, and he's got to fight the snakes on planes? And I remember this at the time. This was When this came out, the rating was PG-13, which meant Samuel L. Jackson could only use a curse word like one time. That's All how right. you keep it. And, and I remember his famous line was, 
what's with all these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane? That was the only time he like loses it. Because if he had gone any further, then they would have had to make it a rated R movie. Oh, God. Yeah. I sure am glad we got the FCC. <laughs> Mary, uh, Mary Jo's in the chat, too. Oh, she is? That. Yeah. I, to- I just talked to her. Um, stop signs are suggestions. Yeah, I just got off the phone with her. She oh, may cool. actually, yeah. We well, she's been lagging in her modeling duties. Yeah, I've been. She, we, I have an empire to run here, and as you know, I could write the most amazing, brilliant economic shit ever, which I do. But how well does that sell? Uh, it doesn't sell unless we have eye candy. Right. So if we have a little sprinkling of Mary Jo's tits on there, what happens to my books? Uh, I'm going to guess at a minimum double the sales. And if they go to your Patreon, didn't that get doubled or tripled? Oh, yeah, tripled. It tripled. tripled. Yeah, it tripled. <laughs> yeah. It's, so I go to the New York Times bestseller list, but she's all busy working and working the GDP. Yeah, she's one of those working types. You know, Mexicans, they I, I all got to work. Yeah. Yeah. At least they try. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, sassed one too many. Who's, who's been on a bunch before All right. um, for $5.56 says I'm 64 and a half. I'm completing my PhD in medieval lesbian puppetry and want to know if it's time to get serious about retirement. P.S. Chad is dreamy. That's the best uh, super chat I've ever seen. That is if you want to get from a 64 and a half year old man. Um, I've been oh. getting a lot of these requests where they're like, I'm 23 and a half. I'm 24 and three quarters. I'm like, what the fuck guys? What? Just say you're 24. When you turn 25, say you're 25. Um, and yeah, we've talked about I haven't got a lot of baby boomers, though. Since I haven't taught my finance classes uh, in years now, I, I have thankfully been spared the baby boomers coming into my class saying, hey, I'm 58 and it's time to get serious about it. That used to be like at least a monthly event. Really? Yeah. And so that thankfully is gone. Um. But yeah, no, by all means, get your PhD in medieval lesbian puppetry. And don't get serious about retirement until, until, uh, 80. We'll say 80. 80. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a little surprised Atham's not here, but maybe I he's... he was. Wasn't he like right off at the bat? Uh, I know. I don't see him. Oh, he's too busy being preoccupied with something. I bet. Yeah. That's what he he's sends doing. us yeah. to everything he's yeah, doing. Everything he's doing. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, I think we're in the clear for now. Sweet. Um, I got an article. And I'm not watch watch how I don't get my blood pressure up, Chad. All right, you you re, are you ready to witness an amazing exercise? Well, after after that one, well, see after that one with the guy who wasn't going to join the military, I think you got it out of your system. <laughs> like I watched that right before I came on here. Seriously, I no man, I got to get it in check cuz like it the asshole consulting such a paradox or blessed cursing, cursing blessed where, oh yeah, I now I, I kind of make money for the rest of my days, you know, because single moms and feminists are going to raise dysfunctional boys. They're going to, we're not going to run out of that. So I'll have clients until I'm dead, <clears throat> but I can't let their lives get to me. And so I got to control. So I'm going to, I'm going to read an article about stupid people because that's all the articles <laughs> are. But I'm not going to get angry, Chad. I'm just going to enjoy their misery, okay? All right. I'll try to call you out for this if I okay. sense um, some agitation. You, you, keep, you keep your tabs on me. From Bloomberg Business Week, if the tuition doesn't get you, the cost of student housing will. Hold on. Let me find that. Um, 
Bloomberg Business Week. Yeah. Uh, tuition doesn't get you cost of student housing will. Go ahead, look that up. All right. I'll wait for you. There it is. Six, it. It's a recent article about six days recent, ago. Yeah, I try to do recent stuff, although not, not always. So there's a gal there. You see the crucifix in the back? Yeah, I see it. You know what my dad would always tell us when we were poor kids who didn't get what we wanted for Christmas? What What would he say? The Lord will provide. Ooh. <laughs> you know who provides? The state. No, you do, motherfucker. You oh. well, the state. Okay, I'll grant you this. I'll I'll grant you this. I'll give you a, a little bit of intellectual honesty. At least the communists provided more regularly than the fucking than fucking Christianity. At least at least socialism provided more for its people than God did its its his own followers. At least for a while. <laughs> at least for a while. At least the socialists tried. I'll grant them that. They at least on paper were trying to give. I mean, it was other people's money, but at least they, they, and you could argue in some places like the Nordic countries, they do manage to provide free healthcare, free education and things like that sustainably. Can I just uh, do a quick 20 second aside? It's a question yes, for you. Yes. When you, when you go to these websites like Bloomberg, Wall Street Journal, whatever, does it always say at the bottom, you have like two free articles remaining for the month? Does it? I, I love baby boomer journalism people. Uh, yeah. who think we're going to pay for this shit. <laughs> I would never pay for this. I'm not paying you. Never. Because <laughs> I don't care about, look, all you guys did, all you baby boomers did was take something that was pretty much already yellow journalism and turn it into shit brown. And you think I'm going to pay for your for a fucking subscription when it's yeah. all pretty much lies? No one ever tells the truth anymore. You could kind of get close with the Wall Street Journal, uh, but it's always skewed. It's always biased. So why would I buy lies? Uh, exactly. And New York Times, people are always linking to how they write stupid articles, but you can't read any of them because they're like, hey... You don't have any more free articles this month. And they've been bankrupt, what, two or three times? They got bottled by Carlos Slim? Yeah, a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, and, and they dare run these ads about truth has a problem. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, New York Times. You don't even, how dare you claim? That's like the number one indicator you can't trust a journalism uh, source is when they claim to have a monopoly on truth. Or what are they, the, the, the paper of record? I mean, oh, just same with the uh, Washington Post, like the two of them together, man. <laughs> yeah. So I, but the good news is, is it's only their brand name that's carrying them forward. That's true. Um, you know, at, under underneath the engine, they're bleeding red ink all over the over their financial statements. So no one really is uh, believing them anymore. But anyway, with, <clears throat> with the picture right here, we can already see. Now, she's serious, Chad. You see how serious she is? Yeah, with those sweatpants and uh, sweatpants, you know that tank top that's covered by a light jacket indoors. Yeah, I can tell she's serious. Hey, hey, you want to do something funny? <laughs> okay, okay, everybody do this. Everybody do this. All right, everybody go to uh, Bing or Google, okay? And you're gonna do an image search. And I'm not gonna tell you what. I'm gonna we're gonna test Chad here. Well, I got way too here. many. Well, should I do open. this too, or should I? Yeah, yeah, you do it too. All right. Uh, where'd you go? Who me? Yeah, I I have so many windows open. I don't need that. I don't need Can you that. see me? Can you see no, me? The great no. one? Can you hear hey, me? Hey, great. Hey, I lost you. Are you there? Chad? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, did I just oh here we are. Um, all right. So how can you tell? Let us ask you this, Mr. Elkins. How right. can you tell a woman is 
serious and a powerful businesswoman, and she means business. What's the universal sign to know that she has an IQ of 173 and she is strong, independent woman, don't need no man, and she is a serious business professional? Well, to me, it's two things. It's like a big, big old frown or serious look on her face, and then there's body language. So it's okay. kind of like... What's the body language? It, this is almost better than an MBA. If you do this one thing, you should just be given the CEO position of every Fortune 500 company. Well, somebody in the chat said they're wearing glasses. <laughs> nope. No? Everybody type in business woman. I'm going to try a pantsuit. Nope. Do an image search. Business woman. We'll it's, do an, it's right there. It's right there. When you do, let's see what we got. Do an image search of businesswoman. This is better than an MBA, ladies and Dude, gentlemen. Dude, it's got to be the arms crossed. The Look arms that. crossed. She's That's a terrible. Business, she's a powerful businesswoman. What the now, hell is that? Now, sometimes if you get a full body pose, it's the businesswoman with her arms crossed and one leg is standing out. Oh, let's, let's have see. a look at that. Well, oh, you're right. Scroll down to yeah, see. Yeah, the image search. There's a couple of those. Yeah. So, Mary Jo, um, if you want to advance in your career, don't bother getting like a master's in accounting or CPA. All you have to do is stand like this, sometimes with your head back, and then put one foot out. And then job offers just come flying through. At least it's not a constant pantsuit that always looks bad. Reminds yeah, sometimes me of somebody. They got, they got those. <laughs> sometimes they got uh, they got those sharp pencil skirts that I used to like, but now it's just so overdone. So now you can tell this woman is serious because she has her arms crossed. She has that serious look on her face. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. She she doesn't have time to be fucking around paying rent, Chad. She She is a serious, independent, intellectual woman who no doubt is majoring in a legitimate subject that well, will just, go and cure millions of kids with cancer. Well, I'm really grateful that Bloomberg Business Week told me I have one free article remaining so I can find uh, this thing. <laughs> uh, we're going to look at Ali Breland, who wrote this article later. Oh, that's always fun. <laughs> it is fun to see where the source is. And then to find out that these, quote, professional journalists have less following than me, a guy who's never even intended to be a journalist. A journalist. Uh, in 2015, Sabrina Martinez got into the University of Texas, Austin, the UT's sh uh, system flagship campus, and it's most selective. She was thrilled. Her parents, not so much. They were like, nope, you can't afford it. You shouldn't go. Loans are ridiculous. All right. Bravo for the parents, shall we say? Yeah. I think that's the first time I've ever heard parents not be dipshits. Good for them. Yeah. So that's that. she had good parents. She had good parents. Yeah. They encouraged her to go to the cheaper University of Texas at El Paso. You to bet. which she would commute while living at home. But I, but I clicked accept on my admission anyway, she says, figuring that attending UT Austin's lauded journalism school would lead to more internship opportunities and ultimately a job after she graduated. <clears throat> journalism major. Ooh. We're reading this article on what was once a serious flagship publication of New York, Bloomberg, right? Right, yeah. Okay. Bloomberg is right now at the bottom. I can see it. They are begging me in chat saying, you have one free article remaining. Yeah. Limited time offer. You know what it's going to cost us to get a subscription to Bloomberg Business Week? Uh, is it 50 cents a week or something like that? That's what it says oh, there. I got $1.99 a month. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Which I think is 50 cents a week. 
Yeah, well, I'm not giving them a red cent of anything I have. Yeah, so Sabrina, uh, you fucking moron. I mean, you misinformed girl, you. Uh, <laughs> hang on, let's let's look up Allie Breland right now. Yeah, I've been curious I mean, about this. Here, here's a gal who's like four years ahead of you, sweetheart, and she's injured, and quote, she's successful. Let's do Allie Breland. Twitter, she better have more than 9,000 followers. I'll Wait, do an image is a guy? for her. It is a guy. It's Wait, Ali. No. Not not Ali. It's Ali. I see it. Is it? It's a dude. It says, I don't know. I'm I'm well, no, this has to be. I did an image search and this is everyone I see Wait, here. So if I click on his more stories by Ali Ali. It's Ali, not Ali. Freelance contributor. So he doesn't get paid for this. They don't is get paid it, when they do that? Or? I want to say it's an Allison. Um, just I don't think so. All right. So it's Ali. He writes from Mother Jones. Yeah. The Hill, political, encrypted. Chat. All right. So he has 4,600 followers. All right. What was and your he, number there? Like he has to have more than 9,000? It, it's, you know, using me as kind of a, as a base. If you don't have more followers than I do. And you're quote a professional journalist who works for a legit, you know, this guy works for the Hill, political, Mother Jones, NPR, and he doesn't have more followers than I do, who doesn't work for anybody. You you can tell, you can use it as a proxy that he's not successful. He's not making money, not enough to live anyway. Right. <clears throat> Let me go to his website. I, w- I thought it was a woman like so Allison. His website is shit. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I, I and I program shitty websites, but mine is better. Yeah, Bloomberg Business Week. Okay. Uh, about let's go to about. Did he major in journal reporter? Mother Jones misinformation and text. I love to write about culture, kind of time. Newsletter that intersection of technology and race. Of course, Ali. Of course. <laughs> well, maybe he didn't. What's good is maybe he didn't go to school for journalism. I mean, I, that would I would he'd go up just slightly in my book if he Yeah, didn't. no, he, he he would go up significantly in my book because he's proof you don't need to get a degree in journalism to go write for these places. Right. Um Mother Jones. That's a it's a communist rag. I was going to uh, say I don't think feminist. that's an objective news source. Oh no, I take it back. Mother Jones is just a rank Marxist publication. It's Mrs. Magazines, that's the feminist one. I mean, isn't the Hill also one of the most? Um... They're all they're they're all leftists. It's just to what degree do they admit it? At least Mother Jones or the Nation or even the Guardian admit they're leftists. But then you get CNN, The Economist, uh, pretty much every major city publication newspaper. They feign that they're you know, oh, we're the the source of news, and it's like, no, you're lying sacks of shit. There is there is no unbiased source. Again, the Wall Street Journal is about the only the most unbiased source you're going to get, where they try and just report the news. Uh, everything else, right and left, is biased. But at least the ones on the right admit it, and a handful of ones on the left admit it as well. I used to think the BBC was pretty credible, but truly, oh, they're more. Yeah, they're not. They're not. NPR is it's the same thing. Yeah. Not to say they don't have good. Uh, I love Money Planet. Um, but you can just see the bias. So anyway, yeah. there we got Akimbo. She's majoring in journalism. Let me ask you this, Chad. How could Sabrina have improved 
University of Texas Austin's already very expensive. Her parents say go to El Paso and commute. What would be an improvement upon that? You mean of like the alternative of uh, not commuting and going to UTEP? Like right, what, what right. If you still wanted a degree in journalism, what could you do? I mean, you could just take online courses if you, you could really take wanted online to. courses. Yes, is that because last I checked, isn't all of journalism today done online? Well, yeah, I just wonder, but it's like you said, you really need to get a degree for this because you just have to be able to write well and submit things. That would be an even an improvement upon that. Like, let's just admit, no matter where you go to school, you could go to Austin, you could go online, you're wasting your time and money getting a degree in journalism. Right. right? And so you, you should just write a blog is what do you should do. Would you put it in the worthless category, like in terms of some of the liberal arts ones? Like, would you put it on that level? Are you like kidding for, me? Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if like these journalism articles get you connections that can get you to these papers. No. I'm guessing not. No, but. and even if you get to these papers, that's why that's why I always look up their Twitter followers. Is you can have a professional writing to Exo Exo Jane Boldy, um, Vogue, uh, Gentleman's Quarterly. Uh, you can have them writing for. You can even have them writing for CNN, and then you look at them, and they're fucking no ones. Again, not to say that Twitter followers is the number one be all end all, but it is a metric to say, look, there's this dumbass guy uh, who yells at the Internet and wrote blog posts for well over a decade and change. And he wrote a book. He never set foot in a journalism class. And that guy has twice the follower and readership that you do. And you're supposed to be working in the fucking industry. You have this infrastructure, this network, this company you work for that should get you exposure. And they don't. And it's a testament to two things. One, these what we view in our mind as big media or mainstream media, they're not that powerful anymore. They don't. I mean, you got Bloomberg right here begging a dollar ninety nine for our money so we can read some articles we don't want to read. And then the people who go into journalism, they're not that big either. Nope. They oh, they got. I'm sure Condi Nast has plenty of. Uh, uh, graphic artists and web programmers that make it look like you're this amazing person online. But then when you get to your followership and your readership and you look at them like, you guys are nobodies. You're fucking nobodies. And you wasted, and people think I'm saying this because I hate these people. It's like, no, it's trying to warn younger people like, don't go into journalism. It is the most worthless, well, it's not the most worthless, but it is, it has zero value. It has, it has, its value is what it costs you financially to pay for that degree and your opportunity costs to pursue that degree that you could have, you sacrificed your time, could have been doing something else. That is the real value of a journalism degree, but it's negative because you're not going to get a return on investment and you don't need to go to school for journalism. So it, it, it is one of the most worthless degrees. I think women's studies or something where you're, you're studying traits. I think those are, you know, eh, communication, but, but where you study something that isn't there, like I'm going to literally women's studies. What just think of that on a, Oh yeah. Take, gender take, studies. Yeah. Take politics out of it, but any kind of trait studies, African-American studies, uh, Chicano studies, um, uh, uh, feminism, st- gender studies, how boring is your life? That you're just going to study your vagina. I mean, really? <laughs> what? You're women. What I mean, it, it, or or think of it another way: male studies. Doesn't that sound stupid as fuck? 
I don't. Does that even exist? Like no, I, studies? Man, maybe it does somewhere, but I don't think so. Not officially in any regard. But think about how dumb that sounds. Because it is stupid. What do you mean male studies? I know what a male. I don't need to study myself anymore. What are we gonna do? Talk about jamokes all day? What? What? Do, we got shit to do. Let's go do stuff. Well, in my undergrad, a lot of the athletes would sign up for it was African American studies and anthropology, just right. because they were considered like. You didn't have to do as much work as any right. of those. So maybe that's why they have them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, it's not necessarily for the – it's not for the athletes because there's a lot of these liberal arts colleges that don't field teams. They have no athletic teams. But by God, they got liberal arts departments. It is <clears> – <throat> I'll say it again. It is for low IQ, unintelligent, lazy people to have an excuse to go have the college experience. That's what it is. It's no different than a girl who wants to blow $50,000 on her day because it's an entitlement, except instead of women wanting to have their day for a wedding day, it's both men and women that want to have the college experience. And, well, you could go to college and study hard engineering and math and be like those dumb Asians who don't go out and party, but magically get you know $75,000 job offer at the end of graduation. Or you can party, yo, dude, and get drunk and go to house. I mean, that's what it is. That's what it's for. You can find yourself. <laughs> they just want to, they, Prager said it best. They just want to extend their adolescence. They want to postpone becoming an adult and working a real job. It's pretty That's much all what it college is. is. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, Martinez's parents are divorced, of course. Her mother right. works as a teacher. Although we can't pick on her mom because her mom said that's too expensive. Yeah, good for her. So legit, let's maybe let's not pick on her mom, Mrs. Martinez. Um, receives child support from her father, who works in the oil fields in West Texas. He's her making family, money. He's making well, of course. That's how yeah. it's, that's how it's set up, Chad. See, oh, when yeah. you get rich and old, you're not going to marry a CPA or some woman who's actually carrying her weight. You're going to marry a teacher, and then she, while she makes her twenty seven thousand dollars a year, and you're bringing in the real money. Or you know you're in the oil fields of West Te Texas, suffering the the elements. She at at parties, she's going to talk about how independent and equal she is to you, while she drops her thirty five cents into the company coffers, and you just deluge you know during tax season the real money that comes in. What if I told you I was living that exact uh, situation about a year and a half ago? I I knew you were. That's yeah. why I'm making fun. But I've, you're not the only one. I've seen that happen hundreds of times. Yeah. Engineer guy, whatever. Social working, assist the kids, daycare wife, and and somehow because she has a master's degree, she's more intelligent than the guy. I mean, I've I've just, uh, I want to see more where like you and I are loafing off of the girls. Like, oh, what are they? Uh, they just yell on the internet and do their internet thing. And what she? <laughs> oh, she's she's the surgeon. Yeah, you go make the money, woman. I can. I'm following my dream and my passion with Chad. Leave me alone. <laughs> I want to be creative. Uh, her family always had money for necessities, Martinez says, but with her two younger siblings to take care of, there usually wasn't much left over for luxuries. That meant paying for college squarely fell on her shoulders. Oh, oh, you got to pay for your own education. That's oh. not fair. That's too bad. Uh, even with student aid, a $5,000 a year scholarship and some income from a part-time job on campus, Martinez has had to take on far more debt than she expected. 
She's hardly alone. Average student debt has climbed from about 11000 in 1990 to around 35000 in 2018. Now, let me read this again. Let's see. I know you're an accountant. Let's see how good of an economist you are. Huh. Even with student aid, $5,000 a year scholarship, and some income from a part-time job on campus, Martinez has had to take out far more debt than she expected. Then they immediately talk about how tuition prices have gone up. Now, can you guess why tuition prices have gone up? Well, the answer is that uh, everybody gets free money. Well, they think it's free money from the government to pay for these things, you know, in loans. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these universities can just raise their tuition with it with impunity. It's what do they call inflationary push or push inflation? Yeah. I, I, I answered it right. here. They explain where all the money is flooding and coming in from into the stock, into the uh, college market. And then they say, oh, tuition is increased. Who knew? Student aid, scholarships, part-time job income, uh, and then taking on debt. What if, what if you, what if we eliminated student loans? Like you can't make student loans anymore. I wonder what would happen to tuition prices. I know. If you cut half the money flooding into the market, I wonder what would happen to the price of tuition. But cool. see, Claire, you can't do that because it's very important that we keep that uh, gender and women's studies department on campus fully funded. You know, we need several administrators that make more than six figures. We need a diversity coordinator. Um, you need a new. You need a new football stadium. There's that. Um, although I think it's more going to these kind of worthless degrees lately. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. No, but I get a kick out of see the colleges. They're just a wash in money. Because the colleges really didn't do anything to increase the tuition prices. It's backward thinking idiots who don't understand basic economics. We need to vote in more student loans. We need to vote in <clears throat> more money. We need more scholarships. It's still the same number of college campuses. It's still the same amount of staff that can generate a certain amount of degrees. There's still the same amount of chairs in the, you could consider it the national inventory or the productive capacity of issuing college degrees. But we just tripled the amount of money we're flooding the market with. And so now these university universities say, well, we get three times the amount of money. They got to do some with it. So yeah, they're going to hire their friend uh, Shaniqua with her degree or master's degree in uh, what's the diversity and inclusion. That's oh, yeah. a popular degree now. That's a real one. And we're going to pay her $80,000 because we got them all. We'll build a new building here. We'll do this. We'll do that. If, if you want. And people think... Tuition is high because we're paying Shaniqua to be assistant reserve vice deputy. It's like, no, cut off the fucking funding for tuition. Stop the scholarships, stop the student loans, and see what the fuck happens. What we should all do as a nationwide experiment, remember those idiots that say we should boycott big oil all on the same day? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Those are about the same intelligent people that point out your versus your. <laughs> God, boycotts. Everyone's like, boycott this. Like that's Boycott on this thing. day. And then what? People just buy twice the amount of gas the next day. Shut up. <laughs> uh, that would actually work in the university setting. Where if you, if, if whatever, say the class of 2020 decides not to attend college, like they boycott college as a generation for a year, you know, go work, go save up some money, go explore, go travel. The university system would freaking collapse overnight. Well, not overnight, over the year. 
And they would have to lower tuition prices to get people in. And they'd have to lay off all this fat, all these worthless nonprofit assistant reserve break glass in case of emergency reserve diversity inclusion directors. There wouldn't be no football programs unless you're going to field an actual legitimate candidate or team that would bring in more uh, revenue because you're competitive. Uh, and then tuition would drop. But bubble has to burst at some point. But it's it's not going to because the solution is always we need more money. We need more aid. And they don't realize that is what's causing the tuition increase. It, you know, I, I need to stop getting drunk. What should we do? I'll drink some more. It, that, <laughs> that's the problem. It, uh, I need to stop cheating on my taxes. I'm just not going to file for a few just, years. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so listen, I have a, I never do this. I've never done this, but I have a request because it's so on point and I thought you'd right. enjoy this. There's an article I'd really like you to check out, even if you don't want to do it live. Well, like we'll I, do it. No, we can do it live. Does it, is it germane to this topic right ab- now? It is, and it goes a step further, which is why I really think you would like this All right, one. well, let's, let's finish off this. I'm, yeah. uh, my, my article I'm not going to get angry about. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Average student debt has climbed from around 11000 in 1990 to around 30000 in 2018. The cost of tuition at public colleges roughly tripled in that time. I wonder if we've tripled the amount of money we flood the market with hmm. to $10,270, uh, but that's far from the only expense forcing students to take on loans. In 2015, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development found that housing costs are likely a significant portion of individual student debt. Chad, did you know that when a small geographical area is flooded with kids who are armed with $100,000 worth of government grants, loans, scholarships, parents' money, and their own money, that the property owners may jack up rents in that area? Did you know that? What? That is so evil that they try to make those, money. Those rat bastards. Those fuckers. Landlords. Oh, my God. God, why are people you know, like that? We should just make everything free, Chad. We should not, just make it all free. It's not fair. Fair. It's not fair. At UT Austin, the median annual rent in the neighborhoods closest to campus exceeds the annual in-state tuition of about 11,000 for an upcoming academic year, even without including other costs such as utilities and groceries. So $1,000 a month. That's not bad, actually. I don't know what it's like in Chicago. Cheaper than Chicago. Jeez. Martinez chose to live in the dorm her freshman year at a total cost of more than 10,000, which included a meal plan. That's not bad. Uh, 10,000 rent and you get food. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's that's not bad. Um, she wouldn't know because she's never supported herself. As at many public universities, UT's enrollment vastly exceeds its housing capacity. So most students opt to live off of campus after the first year of the closest student neighborhoods is West University, West Campus to locals, which would have been a 10 minute or so walk from most of Martinez's classes, which again, could have been mute. All this could have been, avo- she could have saved $11,000 a year. How, Chad? Just sit at home, do it online. online. Assuming it's accredited, that's the exact same thing. Okay, so we've, <clears throat> let me interrupt. We've gone from UT Austin, very expensive. Then we go to El Paso with commute, still costly. Then we go u- online education, cheaper, staying at home. Then it's like, don't even bother with the education, just right. What would be an, even an improvement more upon that? You mean just staying home and writing? Like uh, an improvement upon that. How could this girl make almost a hundred thousand dollars immediately via journalism? Oh, she would just uh, take her, like wear a very sexy shirt and you know dole up her hair right. and um, just do what those other people do on YouTube. Right. <laughs> you know the the hot chicks. Get rid of her fucking sweatpants. 
Get rid of your shitty drapery thing that you got off of a homeless man that you beat up so you could have his jacket. She's got nice long hair. She's kind of pretty looking. Yeah, if she'd she stop frowning trying to be a... Yeah, I mean, if she stopped trying to be Captain Marvel, yeah. uh, you know, we could... And then she... By the time four years came up, she would have a quarter million dollars in the account. If she did it right. True. But what a... Yes, that's patriarchy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to go to college to find myself, too. You have the experience. Um... In 2017, the year she was apartment hunting, median gross rent, which includes cost of utilities in West Campus, was around $1,200 a month, according to U.S. Census Bureau data, far more than she could afford. Chad, if you can't afford it, should you do it? Um, speaking as an accountant, I would say no, but I obviously don't understand what it takes. To, you don't understand. Uh, you don't understand non-reality accounting. Yeah. So you you just borrow money. I've tried like even even my porn stars are aware of what's real and what's not real instead of Charlie's Angels we can have Chad's porn stars I think that would make a great TV show frankly oh and, I meant uh, to tell you one of them because um, I had to touch base with her last week she saw I linked her to some of our stuff and she she was a real fan she's mm -hmm. like I love what you guys do so. cool well, I'm glad we can help out hey look at least those gals got they got a they got a shot they got a future yeah, you know they got money, they got income generating potential. And as long as they realize it's going to end once they get old and wrinkly, they better save up their 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 nuts. They better save up the pennies and dimes, and they can have they can have a very nice life, very nice life. Mine seem astutely aware of that. So good. Maybe they're, maybe they're listening to me after all. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I still think you should have Chad's Capital Management Company where you manage the money for the <laughs> for the webcam girls. I think that. Um. Instead, she moved to East Riverside, which is farther from campus, but where the median gross rent was comparatively reasonable at eight sixty-two per month. UT Austin says it doesn't keep exact numbers on students living on East Riverside. Well, why is it UT Austin's responsibility to track this? But the neighborhood I, is popular enough that the city runs a direct bus route between the neighborhood and the university. Yes, sir. Well, I was just going to say that Austin, Austin is the most liberal city in Texas, which I'm sure right. you already knew. So when it's liberal, knew. it means places are expensive to live. So I'm not sure it even has to do with the university. Yeah. No, if they're passing any kind of rules, like here in the Twin Cities, I think, what was it? You you couldn't reject applications for Section 8. Now I think you have to take Section 8, or they're tendering, offering that as legislation at the city council. They're not approving any more family homes. Like everything's got to be apartment dwellings now. In Minnesota? Uh, oh, no, Minneapolis. 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 Okay. No, it's, it's, there's no reason. And I, I met a guy last week. He's like, yeah, I'm selling my duplex in Minneapolis. I'm like, to move out to the suburbs? He's like, no, we're buying two two triplexes. I'm like, you fucking fool. And then I realized, don't get angry. Don't try and save them. Just, <laughs> let, them, just let them do it. Just let them do it. Uh, the bus operator, Capital Metro, estimates more than 2,400 UT students live in the neighborhood. On a good day, Martinez's commute to campus is about 25 minutes. But during rush hour, it could take an hour or more. Why didn't you just stay in El Paso? Seriously, is there anything more worthless than commuting to go to a place where you're paying money instead of earning money? Around 5 p.m. is when people usually get out of class, and that's a heavy traffic for time, she explains one morning as the bus crawled along. Well, why don't you go to night classes? I've... You can never find a seat, so people usually fight to be first on the bus. It's pretty rough. Oh, boo-hoo. Uh, <laughs> maybe she should move here and try a few rush hour commutes. And here, even though she is Latina, 
Um, I'm sorry, that picture up above was not uh, the gal. This is Dominique Lopez. Oh. She's studying nutrition. Nutrition. <laughs> okay. Here is um, Sabrina Martinez. Is there? In, oh, I see her. Yeah. Now, even though she's Latina, she has a very white woman saying up there, try again tomorrow. I mean, oh, so I appreciate so basic. Hey, hey, Sabrina, you stop culturally what's appropriating, appropriating white women's sayings. How dare you steal white women's sayings? You're not white. Next thing she'll have a live, laugh, love tattoo somewhere. Yes. <laughs> I like the pinata, uh, to be honest. The pinata is a pretty cool touch. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's like a dog. I had a few parties where I busted those open as a kid. Yeah. Try again tomorrow. <laughs> uh, median gross rents in West Campus in 2017 were 30%, 7% higher than in 2019 or 2009. Sharp increase, Riverside, blah, 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 blah. Population growth, luxury, HUD. <clears throat> blah, 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 areas around. I'm just seeing if there's any other name. Uh, like where there's an anecdote where there's a story and we find out that it's a dumb person majoring in stupid shit and wanted to have the college experience. Well, there's a good quote um, right up before that graph that they have or the, the map yeah. of UT campus. You see, yeah. see where she goes, quote, I would probably go to more events on campus or join more groups because I wouldn't have to rush home or take an hour long bus ride home, says Martinez. Right. In here, Martinez estimates she'll graduate with $70,000 in student debt. Ooh. She's for undergrad, fucked. For undergrad, she's, that's terrible. She's fucked. Yeah. She is just plain fucked. And she's going to come up to people like you, me. Oh, and Mary Jo, by the way, she's coming after you too because you keep voting Democrat. And she's going to want a bailout. So we're all going to have to pay more taxes. For <clears throat> Look, if Martinez literally just showed some cleavage and started writing a blog about whatever she wanted, it could be on anything she wanted. She wouldn't have to deal with this. She wouldn't be $75,000 in debt, and she'd be $75,000 ahead just because she showed a little TNA. And I know, ladies, that's horrible. It's not fair. Life isn't fair. The <laughs> largest the largest purchasing, uh, the, the group with the most amount of money is who, Chad? Uh, I mean, are we back to, to really hot girls? Or No, no, no. We... Who has, who makes the most amount of money? There's a group of people, and they make the most amount of money. Um, God, I hope it's not the public workers, you know, no, no, bigger than that. Bigger. This is the dominant group in the world. It always has been. They've made everything. And because they've made everything, they earn everything or the vast majority of things. Who is it? Well, are we talking about a specific like religion or even bigger than that bigger group? Man, Don't overthink um, it. It's very simple. There's one group of people that pretty much produce all the shit. Oh, man. All the men. Yeah, sorry. We yeah, do sorry, most men. of the work. We yeah. create most of the shit. We make most of the money. Too freaking bad. This isn't to say women can't make money. We're not competing. By all means, go make some money so you can subsidize the taxes we got to pay. By all means, ladies, make trillions of dollars. But in the meantime, we make most of the money. And what's the number one thing we want? Uh, well, if you're talking about men, they want young, supple, beautiful women. Doc, girls. We the girls. The girls. Girls. And we will spend the money on the girls, which means if you show some cleavage, you're going to make a lot more money. I mean, you take the girls and you add some masculine thing like a gal that that reviews guns with huge cans. Holy shit, you're retired. 
She would have come out 75 grand ahead if she just wrote articles about guns and reviewed guns with some cleavage. I mean, but now she's 75 true. grand in debt. And what is she going to do? Is she going to write another leftist article about how the world's unfair and white men got to bail her out of her dumbass decision? Is that what we're going to hear for the 9,000th time? I mean, those are a dime a dozen. Every time I go on the internet, I see something like that on Yahoo. Yeah, I don't need. I, wow. Other people did it. Does it fall under? I want other people's money. It does. Shut the fuck up. It's old hat. It is older than fuck. That's as old as Mark's. That's as old as the 1870s. When was he around? 1880s? This is the reason I, I'm so, so, so against like forgiving government loans for school because I had to skimp and save a bunch like years in order to pay off all the debt I had. Mm-hmm. So it's just, and I know a lot of other people too. So yeah. I mean, how can you justify just, you know, turning it off for them? Well, because they, because they don't want to work. They're lazy. They don't care. They're all right being thieves. And stealing That's other people's money. Bullshit. And the Democrat Party is, and, and this is in politics. This is literally what's happening. The Democrat Party is going to steal from the taxpayers, like they did with the banks, although that was the Republicans and the Democrats too. I'll be intellectually honest. But they are going to take, they're going to steal money from the taxpayer to bribe younger people to vote for them. That's it. That's what's happening. Yep. And and what I get a kick out of all of it is. Low IQ morons like this Sabrina Martinez and the guy writing the article here, they actually think they're the ones that are oppressed. <laughs> they think they're the ones that are being held down. <laughs> God. Everybody's a victim. Everyone's a victim. Um, I'm just scrolling through here. Um, they're talking about luxury. Hey, housing. they talk about the Twin Cities. <laughs> yeah, there was um, I know I probably even the 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 development they're talking about. There was like this luxury. See, because they are selling an experience. That's what they're doing. They're not selling education. They're selling the college experience because there's these luxury apartments and condos you can rent near campus. No. And this is for like the really, this is for the people from the everyday I need attention group. Edina, you should never be in luxury housing if you're a college student. Oh, but Chad, don't you know these precious little white children from the white suburbs, they need it? Like, how are they supposed to study if they don't have a champagne cooler in oh, their I, luxury five-bedroom apartment, Chad? I, I can't even. I just can't you, even. Dude, dude, don't you be giving me your Adina bullshit when I'm from the Wyzeze, all right? You take your old money and you shove it up your ass. My dad, he works at Cargill, okay? And he's a pretty big deal there. Yeah, but I bet you've never been to White Bear Lake. <clears throat> White Bear Lake actually isn't that. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> it's nice. No, it's yeah, it's nicer. It's nicer. It's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. But it's not anything near Wiseze. No. Edina is now filled with those old women who used to be hot when Prince was popular, and now they're divorced <laughs> and they're like in their upper fifties, early sixties, and they're just bitter and they're still wearing their hot clothes. I saw. Oh God, it was so gross. I went to W. A. Frost. I talked about it uh, a while ago, but there was some kind of party or something going on. So out of the corner of your eye, you see these women, they're dressed up very nicely. You're like, what's that? And you look and it, their arms and their legs are wrinkly. So it's like the, they're skinny old women. So the, the shape looks all right. But once you focus and you see the wrinkles, you're like, ah, I mean, it's like, uh-huh. lady, give it up. You're a fucking grandma. Can't you just, just be grandmotherly? Like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, it's, oh. Should see them at the gym here. <laughs> oh, God, no. 
Uh, here, it just seems wrong for us to pay as much as we do in tuition, and then if we want to be able to be near campus, we have to pay even more. Well, that's because you're fucking moron. It's, it's too unfair. It's wrong. It's like, well, you had several options. They they really think they're entitled to this lifestyle. They really do. Yo, it's their like, parents. Well, they pay, her parents tried to stop her. Yeah. And so it's coming from TV, teachers, yeah. media, friends. It's like, you don't, you just don't work for it. This is why a basic guaranteed income is not going to work because they're going to get this low level income. They'll be able to have food, clothing, and shelter, but it won't be enough. Well, why do they get nicer clothes? Why do they have a nicer car? It's like, dude, you don't even work. Are you telling me you're not part of the Yang gang? Yang. There's a perfect <laughs> example. Everyone was all coming in their shorts over Yang. And then you looked at him and he's just this, oh, he's a little preppy boy. His parents paid for everything. He's never worked. They say he's an entrepreneur. No, he's ran nonprofits where other people gave him money. He never stuck with one. I mean, that's a miserable failure of a man. That's amazing that no one would step in and be just like no one in any of these debates or even online. You just have to say one word to shut that down. Mm -hmm. Inflation. Like that kills the argument for UBI. No, they, they the, the the Democrat rank and file don't even understand it. That's how dumb it. Look, you have a girl here who says, it just seems wrong we pay as much as we do in tuition. If we want to be able to live near campus, we have to pay even more. If that is a college student, Chad, <clears throat> presumably are educated. If they don't understand that basic level of economics, you can damn well guarantee your average Democrat voter truly does not know understand why can't everything be free. That's ridiculous. You know, there's a reason I lived in a very shitty town for two years when I was getting my MBA. It was because mm -hmm. it's very freaking cheap to live there because nobody wants to. Here, now, Mary Okan Itrikio, another University of Austin student who lives in Riverside, you have to come from a rich family, basically, if you want to have luxury of the luxury of living near campus and interacting with other students more. Really? Well, God, then didn't you think about this before you decided <laughs> to go to school? I, I live, I used to live, it, it was before they called it Little Mogadishu, but I lived uh, in Riverside uh, Plaza. They called it Ghettos in the Sky back then. And it was right across the street from uh, the Carlson, Carlson School, School of the Management. The Carlson School of Management. And you know what? It was fine. It was just fine. Sometimes the cooking oils that the East Indians and the Somalis use kind of stank up the place a little bit. But you know what? It was just fine. And then we walked to campus. Uh, this and that, kind of ba ba da ba. It's a long this? article, Kathy. Yeah, it's a long article. I'm not going to read it. It, I, I won't lie, it was well written. And as a hat tip to Ali, not Ali, Ali, Ali. Uh, maybe he didn't go to journalism school and he just decided to write, which is good for him. Yeah, it was well written. I won't, <clears throat> I won't lie about that. He's wrong politically, uh, which you can be. But, um, yeah, all right, well, what's the article? Well, let's, you know what, let's do super chat. Yeah, I was going to say, we're sort of, yeah, we need to catch up. So let me scroll up here. Okay. Uh, for five British pounds, five British pounds. That's, uh, that's good money. That is good yeah, money. Yeah, about six something bucks. Um, 86 Abali says, if that guy still wants a quote for his yearbook, if it doesn't work out for me, at least I can always go and teach. <laughs> That's very good. Yes. I hope yes. you're still on. That's really good. Oh, that'd be great. Um, 
Yeah, that is pretty good. That is good. Uh, Rob Figulski for $10.99. He always leaves this amount and he always opens it. My article yeah. that's coming interrupt. My article that's coming out tomorrow on LinkedIn, the 1099 superior race. I always get a kick out of the ones you put on LinkedIn because a lot of people aren't prepared to to read. Well, they're stuff in the like hive. That. Yeah, no, they're in the yeah. hive. Yeah. No, this one's gonna be good. This one's gonna be good. Well, he says 1099 are here. About to hand my 16-year-old daughter worthless, thinking of go. making her write a full page synopsis for each chapter. Any plans to make an updated version of the book? Does it need no. to be updated? No, it doesn't need to be. I mean, I, I could update the like the cost of tuition and starting salaries, but it doesn't need to be updated. It's it's the principle is the same. Um, it's yeah. held good over time, I think. There, there. And I got. I want to write other books, and I don't have time to be updating. If the, if the principle hasn't changed, I'm not going to update things. Yeah, I mean, with automation, you it's. Automation is still at a point where you don't have to worry about it too much, I think. Um, Atham for $3.33 says, Good morning, mofos. Just dropping by and saying hi. So I don't, think, he, I don't think he's in here. Um, but yeah, Atham. He, he probably tuned in. He's probably busy with things and washing windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murray Salcedo for $4.99 says, I've been thinking about going to college to major in interdisciplinary studies with a minor in gender studies what do you think cappy and chad you should borrow as much money you know what get your parents to co-sign the loan and mortgage their house and make sure you go to the most expensive prestigious liberal arts school the adler school here in the twin cities is one i'd recommend we, we've so. got that one here the adler school you of do? psychology or something if it's the same one i, don't I know. think they're not the same the one here in the twin cities is ranked marxist um and it's like in a strip mall oh okay it, um piece of shit school um but the, i'm sure the one in chicago is not all that it's based on alfred adler the psychologist right yeah yeah this is yeah. uh purely to get a master's i think in psychology maybe a, a phd too but um, okay well then that's probably more legitimate than the one we got here this one had an ad for majoring in gender justice or something like that it wasn't gender study it was gender justice gender justice <laughs> yeah Huh. I'm not going to get angry about it because if you're going there and you're spending that money on the Adler school, you're a fool and you will. Well, it's crazy. Well, I have a lot of therapists as clients, like actually more business people than any other profession. And yeah, half of them have serious student loan debt because they went to that school. They went, oh, to the the one in Chicago. Adler, yeah. Adler School of Psychology. I presume that one's legitimate, right? Oh, uh, I mean, they're doing fine. You know, they got a full load of clients. So I, right. I guess for, for that, for their purposes, it was fine. Okay. Right. Um, okay. Nonstop Dre 360 for $4.99 says, my fat English professor bragged about she chose to get her master despite her parents telling her to go in STEM, but she's married to an engineer and she's I... fat too. Ugh. Dude, there you go. That's hat. That's, that's what the setup is. They're, they need, dude, do you know how many wives I've known who are both friends of mine and friends of, uh, or wives of friends of mine, either direct friends of mine or my buddy married them where they were bailed out by their engineering or programming husband? I mean, like, I even see a lot of that too. Yeah. What I do. I have a history degree. And then like, and then the husband bails them out. And, 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 and these are not bad people, but just don't be telling me. You know, until I see women start majoring in engineering and pulling their own, literally pulling their own weight equivalent to men 
majoring in engineering and accounting and going into the trades on equal levels of men, producing real GDP on equal levels of men. Don't tell me you're pulling your own weight and that you with your babysitting degree working at pre-K are equal to your husband who's slaving away in the West Texas oil fields. Don't even don't even tell me you're on the same page. Yeah, I mean, it's getting more and more apparent that that's what people think. So, yeah, well, I and there's only one person, only one girl I know who works in the oil fields. Is it somebody I know? Too, yeah, you or? know. Yeah, our lovely Jesse. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I know yeah. who it is. Yeah, that, if there would be a mascot, it would be her, <laughs> a redhead with a wrench who's working on the oil fields. God bless her. God bless her. <laughs> um, we are caught up except for this last one from um. Nonstop Dre360 says, Thoughts on The Rock getting married. How long do you think it'll last before he gets divorced and lose half? I think he's probably going to be smart enough to get a prenup. Yeah, The Rock is no dummy. He's a yeah. good businessman. He's he, smart. Yeah. Um, a lot of those wrestlers, you think, oh, they're just dumb. No. they. Well, what is The Rock? He, <clears throat> is this he, his first marriage? I think he had a partner for a long time. And never actually got married because I know he's got a kid or two with this one lady. Um, so I don't think he's ever actually been married. These damn Canadians. You know, he's Canadian. Why are all the cool people Canadian? The Rock is Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. God, The Rock. I had no idea he was Canadian. Huh? Uh, early life. I bet you didn't come from wealth. <clears throat> I thought he was from Miami because he went to school down there, played football. Wait, it says he's American. He was all over the place. Oh, it says Canadian too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was married. Oh. He was moved all over the place. Honolulu, Nash. God, he is all over the place. Football career. Yeah. Oh, so he's forty-seven. I thought he was a little older than that. No, he's he's a little older than me. Um. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he had an easy life. Uh, personal life is half black, half Samoan. And there's a, about the WWE uh, all over the place. Uh, professor blah, blah, blah. Johnson married Danny Garcia. So he was married. Child. He was married before. <clears throat> Splitting up amicably. Uh, Oh, so he had kids with her beforehand, and now they're getting married. I don't know. He's smart. He's going to be fine. Well, he's got so many strikes against him already when it comes to divorce and having kids out of marriage. Um, I mean, he's I, so wealthy. It's He's also old, too. I mean, he's 47. Like, by that time, you're like, fuck it. I don't, you know. It, I, I guess, like, you, you just calm the fuck down, and uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. He literally Fine. got married yesterday, according to this. Good. Well, I'm glad. I, I, I like The Rock, personally. I think he's a conservative. He won't say it. Um, you know, well, I, he, I don't, it does yeah. say he was previously registered as a Republican. So yeah, that's... yeah. No one wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I wish him the best, but I don't, you know, these Hollywood people... And... I'm not worried about him. Like he, I think he's he been be around fine. enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about The Rock. I think he's got enough money. What's yeah. really funny is you get these basketball players that have like 20 kids from 20 different women. In yeah. them, and then they get dropped or they don't get their contract renewed and they are. Fucked. Yeah. For our Seattle listeners, Google Sean Kemp. He has something like 11 kids with 10 women or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is he still playing? He has to. Oh, he better God, be. No, no. This oh, he, what? he must have retired like you know, fifteen years ago or something. So he's okay. Still so the kids are all out of the house then by now. Oh, well, some of these were after he retired too. Oh, so, yeah. He's he's known as like the gold standard for an idiot who had too many kids. Um, he's like the William Chamberlain who didn't put a put a rubber on. Yeah, and he played for Seattle, which is why I'm sure some of our friends in here have heard of him. Yeah. All right, well, what was this other article you wanted me to look up? Well, this, it's another kind of long one, but I wanted to, um, if I link it to you in the chat here, yeah, would that be easy? Yeah, let's take a look. This seems like something you would absolutely love reading, or at least love, you know, talking about. So have oh, a look at that. Here's private chat. Here's private yeah, chat. Yeah, did you see it? <clears throat> Full leftist... Sons, no, because I kind of now let me take a look at it. Is this one of those things where it's STEM, but they're going to try and force politics into it? No, this is pretty uh straight shooting. He's um, she's basically <coughs> like, I can't believe that you know, a school that was once more conservative with a military tradition is is indoctrinating our kids yeah. this, during orientation. Uh, this is written by Penny Nance, who looks pretty, but that's probably a done up photo. My son's freshman orientation at Virginia Tech was full of leftist propaganda. Are taxpayers funding academic institutions to indoctrinate our kids? Yes. That disturbing and irresistible question plagued me during the long drive home last week from college orientation. I doubt I am alone in this wake-up call. Why is the mom going to the freshman orientation? Well, because they do have events for the parents. There's like, and you know, they even did this with mine. Like that's just part oh. of it, you know. So it makes sense. The parents and Am I the only one where like Parents dropped me off and like, I guess I'll see you in six months. And that was it. <laughs> I mean, possible. No. <laughs> uh, like many other women, I just sent my youngest child to college. I'm so proud of him and his decision to join Army ROTC and study engineering. There we go. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. He'll be tending the revered Virginia institution known for its military uh, core of cadets program. The centerpiece of the campus is the military parade field featuring beautiful pylons bearing the school's founding principles, which is the honor duty brotherhood and, Ut pro that I may serve. It's a Latin <clears throat> war memorial, blah, blah, blah. The madness begins. Because of this, I was shocked to experience what can only describe as extreme and overtly leftist propaganda dispute our children's orientation. The opening welcome university event for students and parents separated families immediately into the auditorium. Yeah, no, they, they do. They do separate you. Nobody expected the event to begin with the prayer of the Pledge of Allegiance. Heavens no. But one might expect to remember the names of fallen cadets in the pylons of 32 dead, 17 injured. Da, da, da. I, I'm, I won't lie to you, Chad. I'm kind of not liking this article. All right, we can stop. But no, what, what's the punchline? Is that the him, his, he, her? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted you to see. It was like, now you've got schools that have military traditions that were once considered very conservative. Now they're doing this too? Yeah, no, like, this, this, is, is... this has been going on. What was it? Purdue Engineering School? They do the same thing. No, their dean is a is some liberal arts major. Oh my goodness, that's uh, that's not me, good. Let me take a look. No, this wasn't it. Um, no, it wasn't Purdue. What's another one of those Indiana, Ohio Valley? Well, type? It wasn't Notre Dame, so it might have been um, either University of Indiana, Indiana State. Um, Hang on, engineering school dean, liberal arts. Uh, I would think Purdue would fit the bill for that. But let's see. Um, there was a engineering program 
where the dean was an affirmative action hire. She was a black female, and she didn't have a degree in engineering. It was a liberal arts degree. And they were going to bring in diversity and inclusion. And and even some of the professors like, dude, this is science. This is math. There's not politics here. I mean, it does. You cannot force this into here as much as you'd want because it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, this is they've been co-op. They've been going after STEM for quite some time. Uh, well, because that's where the guys are and they make the damn money. Uh, yeah. And, and then, you know, and, well, there's no politics in that. Well, there shouldn't be any politics. And I remember, thankfully, I was one of the few graduates, I think one of the last few times when I went to the Carlson School of Management, <laughs> you didn't have to take political classes. You weren't forced to take diversity or bullshit. Um, you could take, you know, rocks for jocks or theater or whatever, get your art requirement in. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like, yeah, I knew that's been going on. It's, uh, you know, another reason you just go online. Go to community college, get your prereqs there, then go to the four-year institution, get your degree, get the fuck out of there. That's about it. Yeah, I was just looking for the school you were talking about, um, but yeah, I can't seem to find it. Yeah, it was it was a legit school. It wasn't one that people didn't hear of. Huh. Oh, that, that, that. Uh, we are up to date with super chats. Cool. So we're good. Yeah. You want to call it a day then? Because I got plenty of work to do. Uh, totally up to you. I'm good. Yeah. For no, I don't. Longer, I, but, yeah. I just, I just want to make sure that you knew how to do this. So now we can, we have the Elkins hour back and everything. <clears throat> we got our super chats. I got enough money for Poke Bowl. <laughs> I do like this better than the Hangouts. It's, it's, better. it's way nicer. Yeah. This is way better. I'm glad. I got to also remember to donate. Why do I have comments? What is this? Oh, I see. I was in private chat here, and I got to go back to the comments. Yeah, that was just... All right, there we go. All right, anyway, if you guys would like to help out the old Capmeister, go to olderbrother.com slash donate three ways. You have PayPal, which you don't get anything for. You just give me money. Uh, there's Patreon, in which case you get a uh, access to Sanity is the Future of Wealth. You get to view all of Mary Jo's pinups. And then uh, you have access to the roadcast, a road trip podcast, which I randomly do and throw stuff up there occasionally. I'd only have one episode up there, but I figure I owe you guys a little bit more. Uh, and then the final way is to do all your shopping through my Amazon affiliate program, also located at olderbrother.com slash donate. And uh, you just click on that link. You don't have to log in beforehand. You do your shopping, log in, and uh, whatever you buy, get a 6 to 7% commission and cut on it. And it doesn't cost you anything extra. So get into the good habit of doing all your online shopping online. If you don't want to spend money, <clears throat> review the books. If you've purchased them and if you haven't bought them, go buy them. What else? I think that's it. Chad, where can we find you? Um, well, before I do that, for $2.99, Nonstop Gray 360 says hashtag Pokeball Fund. Pokeball Fund. No, it's going to be upgraded to the... Uh, to the uh, I'll pay off the damn house fund again. <laughs> uh, but I'll I'll worry about that later. But yeah, we'll take the Pokeball fund. So we'll call it the depreciation recapture fund. The, the God um, almighty. Isn't that the fucking truth? <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so you can find my dad and I, we collaborate on a tax guide every year. So you can find the Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide sold on Amazon. You know, as, as long as you do it through Clary's affiliate, then mm -hmm. then you can buy it. And I am at elkinscpa.com if you want to contact me did you get mary joe to pose for the cover of that book yet or no 
Still trying to convince the old man that that's how we need to do it these days in order to sell. He's not too, he doesn't know about all the whole YouTube thing. So, yeah, well, boomer's gonna boom. So, <laughs> he's actually a year ahead of the boomers. He's in that silent generation. Or really? Whatever. He's that old? Yeah, he turned 75 in February. So, he was pretty old for Vietnam, wasn't he? Uh, no, he was there in the late 60s. So, he was, uh, or mid. Yeah, maybe he was slightly old because yeah, he, he went he there after been, college. Yeah, then he was older. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't some 18-year-old kid. He probably was a lieutenant or an officer or something. He was he was probably an, an old fart from Vietnam. Well, the story was he, he didn't want to get drafted, so he went to college, and then he still didn't want to get drafted, so he went to graduate school, and then he ran out of courses to take, so he got drafted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that go, draft dodger. That's... <laughs> but hey, at least he at least he decided to go in there instead of get in the he military did. and then say, yeah. oh, that's not fair. And <laughs> I, I uh, God, no, your, your old man did it right. He did it right. So, All right, take us out appropriately. Toodles. <laughs>